Welcome to Flights of Fantasy, your podcast book club. I am one of your hosts, Anna, and I am joined, as always, by my book besties, Kim and Christina. Hello! Hello, ladies! Hello! Welcome to the... The Tom, to... what do they call it? The Tom. <laughs> the Tom. The Tom. Do they say the Tom? The Tom. Yes. What, what does that mean? I think it's, it's like high it's society French. at the time. Yeah, it's French. It's it's a French word, or it's derivative. Deriv- deriv- derivative. Der- it's French. Yeah, it's French. There's a word <laughs> I was trying to use Got there it. that means yep. it comes from a French word. Derived. Yes. It's derivative. Oh, derived. Um, derived. Not derived. Mm. Derived. <laughs> Um, but I, I do think it means like the high We went to college. It's fine. It's fine. We went to college. <laughs> yes. Not it, that you we have all... to go to college to be smart, because clearly, <laughs> no, that's true. So clearly, we're. And actually... to be fair, not definitely didn't learn anything about high society regency well, era in college. Well, but, I was yeah. I was in Pride and Prejudice, so actually, you were. Yeah, Anna is our. You resident. sure were. I remember. I saw it. I had to wear the corset. A resident historian. <laughs> you were great. Um. Oh man! So what are we talking about? Yes. So speaking of high society, <laughs> um, we are discussing the Bridgerton series from the Netflix um, show, uh, season one and season two. Well, we're discussing season two specifically, but spoilers for season one and also spoilers for the first two Bridgerton books. Um, mm-hmm. The I don't even remember what the first one was called. The Duke and I and the Viscount who loved and the Vi- me. And the, the Viscount, Viscount who, who loved, loved me. me. There you go. Both uh, by Julia Quinn. Yeah, both. If you Guys, if you haven't read the book series, I would highly recommend it. Yes. yes. It is yeah. so much fun. It's so much like, fun. Yeah, so the three of us have read the books. Yeah. So going into this season was fun. So we kind of had an idea of what to expect. Um, yeah. But we read them all at different different times roughly but like yeah. within the past kim read them the most recently i read I them most recently um and really enjoyed them but anthony's book was always i wouldn't say it was like my least like i i, I read them all like so back to back that they're honestly kind of just one long story mm-hmm. to me yes but anthony was always very like mr darcy ish to me so he very wasn't like mr darcy yeah. he wasn't like yes. my favorite bridgerton sibling you know if we're being right if we're yes. ranking them but yeah agreed, i still agreed. i still liked the book and i i enjoyed this season but yeah, he was always very like, eh. right? Yeah, and he's, I, a, he's know, look, the dad kind of. He's the the the, the viscount, the dill. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> oh, that works too. You know, that works especially too. that the sideburns are gone. Thank, oh, God. thank God. Oh God, thank God. Thank also, you. Also, he showed up. Whoever at, made that decision, he showed up at an award show like completely without them and like with his longer hair. Oh, and everyone was like, Hello, "Oh, the gays sir. always get the good ones," and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> they do," because he I is sure very do. attractive. Oh, he sure very is very attractive. Okay, so let's let's do a brief like what are what were our general thoughts on this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. season two compared to season one slash the book. Just in general. I'll go. I can go first. Yeah, you go. Um, yeah, okay, go ahead. Okay, so I preferred season one. I was not a big fan of season two. Um, okay. Mostly because of the leads. I was not crazy about them. I didn't think. Interesting. Was not crazy about the acting. So that was really hard for me okay. to get past. Okay. So I yeah. actually, but I, so I didn't care for it <laughs> because I didn't think they had chemistry and I didn't care for the leads. But okay. I preferred well, it. The yeah. reason, but one thing I did like more about this season was the B plots. I mm-hmm. really loved getting mm-hmm. anytime Penelope, Eloise, Benedict, Colin, like the Featheringtons lived, loved the Featheringtons. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime yes. they were on like on the screen, I loved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. just agreed. Sadly, sadly, was not here for Anthony and Kate. <laughs> yeah, interesting. 
Um, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, like we'll we'll definitely get into that. I overall, I think I did like season one, but I enjoyed season two. I had fun watching it, and like Me I too. really enjoyed the ride of watching it. And really, that's like what I'm there for. Yeah. Um, I did miss the steaminess, um, Me too. and I feel like we kind of, you know, uh, gave some steaminess to then like get maybe a little more substance and it's at mm-hmm. times the substance itself didn't land for me so that was a little hard but I think uh-huh. like yeah. overall I really had so much fun watching it and for sure it was gonna happen and like that's that's why I'm I'm there at Bridgerton is to you know be at the balls and be back in the world so oh, overall thoroughly oh, enjoyed it love that they do um, a yes. ball so the well the balls are so fun the music choices honestly like that was every scene I was like oh. Ooh, what song are they gonna play I know we do. Oh, we same. Do. I looked forward to it. I was like, we're at a ball. What song? What's it going to be? <laughs> I love that. Any <laughs> ensemble scene was like, oh, that's what I loved. Fabulous. The queen. So oh, I, I really love the queen. It was all oh, like, she's oh, the, the wrecking ball. Like, I was like, I, oh, I would never ball. have picked this, but why, oh, did I, that why do I love this? Fantastic music choice. I was like, this is crazy, but like, I well, why do it. I love this? And why is this perfect? And why is this everything it's I've ever because wanted? because they came in like a wrecking they ball. They did. <laughs> Because they are the wrecking balls. Because they are um, the wrecking balls. Um, and listeners, okay. if you didn't catch it, it's like the final ball scene in the last episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so it's good. P.S. Miley Cyrus. Episodes seven and eight were by far the best. Agreed. Of the Those were my season. favorites. Like the last two episodes really carry the whole season. Yeah. Um, I agree. I really enjoyed it. I I liked it a lot. I mean, I definitely liked season one more in terms of the chemistry between the two leads. Um, yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. The Duke was well, yes, everything Duke. I've ever wanted in my life. And I mean, and, who can measure up to him? No one can. But the spoon scene? Okay. Oh, I mean, like you just spoon. Okay, like you just slay me. You can't. Just um, but I do agree. Like I loved the depth and the substance. I loved how they switched Anthony's backstory, mm. which we'll get Agreed. into. But like, I loved that Agreed they that, yeah. somehow mm-hmm. took a ridiculous plot line and made it like so <laughs> real and vulnerable and like believable so and not insane. Yeah. Um. I'm talking about the bees. If you don't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, buzz, 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 bitch. Bees in our body. Um, but I loved Eloise's story. Like I just loved how they're taking all these characters and like giving them their own stories. I'm so interested to see how some of these are going to line back up with their books yeah, because seriously. they're going in some directions that I'm like, wow, this is very different than like I their know. books. So. Yeah. And I love just seeing the Bridgertons together. That's part oh, of the biggest thing for me is like, that I enjoy is the sibling dynamic. So Same. just being back in that, I there's no way I could dislike enjoy hanging out with the Bridgertons. Oh, I I love this family. Like this, they're All just of the scenes when they're in their drawing room, you know, and like oh. Hyacinth is like playing whatever yeah. cards with yeah. whatever the other one's Gregory, name is. Yeah. Gregory, yeah, Gregory, yeah. and like you know, Eloise is like. Reading in the corner, reading a book, yeah, <laughs> or a pamphlet, it's and so it's just good. so funny. Like the family, di- or Benedict, just being you know always wanting to know Benedict. what's going on, and like he everyone, is so, <laughs> so funny. funny, so good. Just, oh my gosh, I just love. Yeah, I love when they I love all them together. all together. Yeah, Agreed. it's just um, the best. Okay, so, okay, so Anthony, do you want to talk about him? Yes. Yeah. Anthony. Yeah. yeah, I mean, one so happy the sideboards are gone. Thank you so for made that decision. Thank you. However. Yes. Uh, the first few episodes, I was like, him and Benedict could not look more similar. Could, like, yes. Put, put facial hair on one of them. Just a little scruff or something. I, yo, and they yes. are actual twins. Like, yeah, Anna I know. and I both and, have twins. 
and they look more like <laughs> twins than my than twin my daughters. twins. Well, granted, like, one's a boy, one's a girl, but yes. <laughs> I was literally like, I confused them. I was like, wait, why is Anthony talking about hooking up with the seamstress? And I was texting Christina. Yeah. And, wait, I don't remember this. Anthony was hooking yep. up with an opera singer. Christina was like, Dude, totally. that's Benedict. I was like, I, yep. Do something else with their hair. Lighten someone's hair, darken oh. someone's hair. I don't know what you need to give do. Give one like... of them a little more fluff on top. Give give Benedict well, you know a little what? scruff. I bet you that's that's probably why the sideburns were there in season one. Right, but then they weren't sexy, so we got to no. get rid of them. So, and we had to get rid of them. Yeah. And honestly, I'd rather mistake them for twins than have the sideburns. True. So. Agreed. Oh, agreed. If that's the price we have to pay, then that's That's the fine. price we have to pay. Then that's fine. Um, fine. Okay, so yes. So the biggest change or thing about Anthony is his backstory and like mm-hmm. motivation through the yes. month, uh-huh. which I think was a drastic change in a good way yeah so for for those of you who have not read the book in the book Anthony um his his dad dies of a bee sting it, which is in the show but Anthony because of this event anaphylactic shock yes goes into anaphylactic shock and dies as we saw which, show, because yeah. of a bee sting which- I read it with my, I watched it with my husband. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm watching, I watch all of it with my, with my husband, Ben, and he's a doctor. And literally the guy gets stung by a bee and he turns around and it's clear he's like going into like anaphylactic. Oh, I mean, it's clear to the viewers. And my husband just goes, is he, is he dying? And I was like, yeah, he dies of anaphylactic shock. And my husband just very straight face goes, well, that's not what that looks like. <laughs> ben, there's no place for logic like, in this world. I was okay. like, ben, this isn't this isn't logical. This is for the viewers. He's like, this yeah, is... but that's not even close. And I was like, well, well, what is it supposed to look like? And he was like, not that. <laughs> so nobody consulted a doctor for the show, is what so I'm no hearing. No one consulted a doctor. Um, oh. Okay, so so okay, so that happens. But then Anthony in the books truly oh. believes. That mm-hmm. he is going to die. Yes. At the same, by the same age that his dad yeah. died of a beating. Also, well, he because his dad was so wonderful, he couldn't possibly do anything his dad couldn't do, which includes living to thirty nine. Okay. Yeah. So right. like his yes. dad died at thirty eight, therefore he couldn't possibly live past thirty eight because he's nothing compared to what his dad was. Yes. So he's gonna die. So he's gonna die before very... he turns thirty nine. And that's it. It's in the book. You're reading it. And you're like, well, this is silly. <laughs> yep. But but also mm-hmm. like it in a book, you're inside his head a bit more. You're like, okay, okay, you can go with it. Yeah. And we were all very concerned because we we're like, you don't get inner monologues in right. a show. Like, how right. the hell are we all supposed to figure that out? Okay. Mm-hmm. So so and he he also is has a crazy fear of bees, but like way more, like way way more, than way the more show. in the book. Um, like it is absurd in the book. It's like, like it's, actually debilitating fear of bees <laughs> it's a debilitating but, but um i won't get into that but um because there's a bee well, scene yeah, don't a worry <laughs> oh, that's a much better word um, there you go <laughs> but it is a I, I thought it was genius that in you know the same events happen right father dies from a uh-huh. bee sting and he is thrust into the viscount do du- yeah. role with the duty and the things and yeah. whatever mm-hmm. and it instead of him channeling that book anthony channeling right. that and being like well, I could never love up to my dad, therefore I, there's no way I can live to 39. And so therefore I don't need a love match because I don't want to leave someone widowed because I literally will not live past yep. the age my father did. Yep. Instead, yep. it's just in the show, which much makes much more sense, 
I saw my mother grieving from a love match. I can't do that to somebody. I can't do that to somebody else. Yes. Which makes also, so much more sense. Makes and so also much just sense. all of, you see, I thought it was actually done very well seeing the burden that was immediately placed upon him. Agreed. And how, Agreed. and I think placing the emphasis on the fact of him having to step into this role mm-hmm. of all of a sudden being not just the Viscount, but the head of the household and the head yeah. of his family and his siblings mm-hmm. and making all the decisions his father would have had to make. And having no guidance from his father because his father is gone. That right. is what they focused on. And, like, n- this this wall he had to build up to self-preserve his, like, yeah. emotional sense of self. That, like, you know, he he's – there is no room for love. It is right. – this is my mm-hmm. duty. I have to do this. If I – if I let an ounce of that wall come down, then I'm as susceptible as my mother or my father were. Right. And look exactly. how that turned out. Definitely. Daphne says in that really great monologue she has with him right before the wedding, she's like, I have been here this whole time. I watched you. I watched this all happen. And I remember that you like stopped laughing and you stopped mm, yeah. smiling and you stopped like doing anything. And he was like, and then he pretty much is like, uh, yeah, that was for you. You're welcome. Um, right. But, right. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't she say back to him? She doesn't she have a really good line back where he, she says, yeah. she says, Let's see. She says, I mourn for you, brother, all of these decisions that you make and then resent us for. They do not make you worthy of your family's respect. They simply make us pity you. Nothing more. Oh, that is a great line. Y'all, I will say the lines, I was texting both of y'all this, like, there are some really fantastic moments Mm -hmm. in this season specifically that I, Mm -hmm. I feel like the depth wasn't there in season one. Like, yes, we had the Duke's backstory, which was horrible, horrible, heartbreaking, like, it had depth, but, like, there are some, oh, my gosh, the scene with, like, Lady Featherington at the end that we'll get into. But, like, there were oh, moments yeah. that really gave me, like, chills. Like, I was like, wow, this is some great scenes. And especially the flashback parts. It's I really so well done. I really thought that the flashbacks were really effective to show us how he became who he is and, like, kind mm-hmm. of validate the Mr. Darcy behavior that, like, yeah. we've seen from totally. him. Totally. Um, and, totally. like, build that up really easily with, like, a few scenes. Like, that wasn't, yes. it was, you know. I, um, I felt like Bridgerton, this whole, both seasons, did a fantastic job of using flashbacks to really yeah. yes, provide that backstory. They've just, they did a really, really great job. Um, and I think, yeah, he, I, I personally, his acting didn't bother me. I, I liked him in the role I liked. I understood, like, the, uh-huh. I'm being cold and distant, but, like, yeah, honestly, vulnerability's creeping in a little bit. I liked honestly, him. Honestly, he didn't bother me either. It was really yeah. more just Kate. <laughs> Yeah, because we saw him in season one have that relationship with the opera singer, and I thought that was very well done. I wish, I, I, I don't know, I almost wish she would have she like come great, back for a they, scene. They had very good chemistry. They, they, they had, had great chemistry, chemistry together. I mean, I think this is what I, okay, well, are we moving on to Kate and Edwina? Yeah, let's move let's on to Kate. Let's just talk about Kate. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. just go there. So maybe I take back in my initial statement when I said I preferred, I preferred season one because it's a story about two main characters, and I prefer the main characters in season one. Got I it. just preferred their chemistry. I preferred their dialogue. I thought that, I think the scenes with Anthony and his siblings or whenever Anthony was with pretty much anybody except Kate, I thought he did (laughs) great and it was fine. The chemistry was great between the siblings. It was what it needed to be. I had an issue with Kate and it felt like everybody else was in a Regency era. Yeah. Granted, there's, granted, there is, it's colorblind casting. It's there's a lot there's modern music all that's mm-hmm. woven in. However, everybody else is acting appropriately to the time period. Everyone is yeah. using the reserve. Every like you know the reserve personalities, the hand gestures, 
the unless oh. you're like with family in the room, you know, family okay. is family. There's a little okay. bit of a breakdown of the wall. But when you're uh-huh. with somebody who's non-family, you act a certain way. Mm-hmm. And the mo- and when Kate was with him, so much of her acting seemed so contemporary to me, mm. and so she gesticulated with her hands so much. There was not, and not that she has to be this poised person because she's not Daphne. No, but she Daphne. was very, she was very brash at times. Like, yeah, at and the it was ball very... when she was supposed to meet Lady Bridgerton, like she was very rude to her, and I was like, that would have she was never flown. Yeah, in real, like you would have been shunned, and Lady Bridgerton and I... was just like, well, was like, what? I couldn't tell if that was the writing and directing, mm. or if that was her acting choice, and. I don't know. Sure. Okay, so one of the things that, like, I was wondering about, or one of the things that I thought was different from the book was how Kate came across in the book. And in the book, Mm. yes, her number one instinct is, I am here to protect my sister. I am here to make sure my sister has the best match. Yes. It is very true that, like, she comes, like, her, that her, she has a wonderful relationship with her stepmother. Mm -hmm. She has fully been accepted, just like in the show. Yeah. However, in the show... Her her motives are one hundred percent to take care of Edwina, yeah. But the way that it was coming across felt very aggressive versus mm-hmm. the way it came across in the book, mm-hmm. and it made me dislike Kate more in in the show than I did in the book. Like in the book, you with sympathize that. with Kate and mm-hmm. you really you see her side of it, and she's trying her hardest to make sure her sister has the best match because she knows that she's the daughter of nobody and she mm-hmm. can't marry into the like it's not on her. And in the show, they, like, made this, she's hiding all these things. Yeah. She's having all of these face-to-face breathy moments. The heavy breathing. The heavy breathing. And I just wanted to be like, girl, just keep keep it in. Just hold your breath for one second because every time you breathe out, it's, like, releasing your emotion rather than, like. The moving of the head. The head and the smelling. The smelling? It was a lot. So, okay, a few things to say about, about her. One. I I do part of me feels like the the what we we saw as aggressive aggressive or brass behavior. I think she and I I would think this had to have been a directorial or a writing choice, but I think they were trying in my perspective a little too hard to make Edwina and Kate opposites. Like yeah. Edwina yeah. was too sweet and Kate was too aggressive. Like I think we could have met in the middle. Yeah. Um and I think that was like a lot of Kate was trying to be like the pol- polar opposite like or yeah. at least that was what yeah, I, I saw she was trying but, very hard a lot to be the polar opposite. Yeah. Right. Agreed. But yeah. another aspect of Kate's um, personality in the books that we don't get in the show, which I think is missing and helps make her a little more vulnerable and a little less aggressive, is in the books, she, she she's, like, em- not embarrassed, but she, like, knows Edwina's, like, the diamond of the family, and she's been Edwina's shadow her whole life. Mm-hmm. And she is, like, in her mind, like, she's not pretty and, like, Anthony paying, making her feel beautiful is a big deal. Um, and so oh, we like, yeah. get and I, a lot I of read, that inner monologue. I read them a couple years ago, so I don't remember that, and I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah. Well, it was also like Kate, the actress, as whoever. There's is, no way you're going to be like, you don't feel pretty, so you're so gorgeous. It's so strikingly gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, you're so gorgeous. Drop yeah. dead that gorgeous. It, it was like, it was almost like, yeah, in the books, she's described as like fairly plain. Like, yes. But I feel she's like a not, lot of those fairly plain characters I are I mean, it's like, it's like right. Elizabeth Bennet, where it's like she's playing and Kira Knightley plays her, who's like the most gorgeous <laughs> human being alive. Yeah. So it's, it's, but you can make her feel 
you can showcase her like in a way that makes her you know come across as being more shy or not even shy just more um like in the shadow like feeling like this is her time to shine I, it also I don't, I don't it also didn't help that she was so much taller than edwina and so your eye just like goes to her in a mm-hmm. scene whereas i felt like mm-hmm. it was supposed to be the opposite like my eye and yes kate is oh, one of the main characters but like the fact that kate like towers over edwina mm-hmm. and edwina is supposed to be this like stunning diamond, diamond. like to me right. it's like i don't know it was just an interesting choice to have kate be a stunningly gorgeous and mm-hmm. so striking and then be taller and it just felt yeah. like she kind of we were supposed to think edwina was this like daphne of the season right but yes. i didn't really ever get that vibe from edwina edwina felt like the one that was more in the shadows and not like this diamond of the season uh-huh. who just is like everything i don't yeah. know it just felt like no, yeah and i think I they the like the acting from kate that bothered me or the moments that and i don't want to say like oh it was her acting because it may have been a directorial or whatever writing whatever mm-hmm. but the um the moments that i like i wanted to like feel like oh this is this is it and like it was a big you know big moments with her and anthony like specifically the moment when they're in the library and specifically the line of you vex me i was like build up build up build up and then she was like like uh, something about the way that line came out I was like it took me out of the moment yeah, and I, mm-hmm. I feel like it was like mm-hmm. it was like a it, I, I had like a build up to then like it instead of keeping it it would have been more interesting to like see it kept in and like make it this like kind of uh you know secretive thing and instead it was like an explosion and it was like too much too where I don't know what's going on Christina yeah. do you remember well of course you remember I'm sorry <laughs> when we were in, in theater so yeah. Christine and I are theater majors um <laughs> hello nice to meet you yes shout out um so you know dissipating your power right is like a big thing you know if you if you yeah. jiggle too much on stage if you you know one of the reasons I said just she gesticulates too much with your hands it as an as a viewer as an audience member watching an actor try not to cry yeah is so much more interesting than watching a character cry because mm-hmm. once they yeah. cry it's cathartic the scene yeah. is over. So mm-hmm. in those moments when she, like you said, in that vexing moment, I had the exact same thought, Christina. It's when she's in the library and in a lot of those really big emotional moments, that is when she would do like a like a big breath oh, and all of her energy yeah. would leave. And then yeah. I was like, say the line on the breath. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. like, where did we go like, wrong? Like yeah. deep breath, you vex me. Rather than like, yeah. oh, vex yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's done. The power well, is gone. And not to mention a lot of the breathing. We're just breathing all over the place. Oh, yeah. just, um, God, so I much... hope they ate. Like I hope when they went. I hope they went to Costco. I hope they got like got gum, hundreds mints, of hundreds of and they were just there. Was somebody's wash. job was to pop. Just every also, let's hope those two actors were getting COVID tested every five minutes because they were just oh, breathing were in just each other's inhaling mouthfuls. each other's just, air. It, it all just up in each other's... all of it. I mean, truly. There's a there's a part where literally their mouths are sideways like this. Like, <laughs> listeners, I know you can't see me, you can't but see like us. sideways, and and the other one's mouth was like this, and their lips were touching, and they were talking. He's like, and, just, and then and like like that, literally just and breathing, and he's like, "Tell me you feel nothing for me. Tell me, <laughs> tell me yeah. that you don't feel anything." Oh my God. And I was like, "What is happening? Why? What is happening right now?" Like, like, and then he would, but then it was like, but then they would do this like head swivel. And then the yeah, and, then and he'd, he'd like smell her talking. jaw. He'd be yeah. talking right here at her jaw and be like, <laughs> I desire you. And like, it's just, it's, it was just, <laughs> I so desire good. you. Oh 
hard. I have to say, because I did find some of that stuff sexy. I know I, I like in the moment. I know we're, it the we're first having time, fun, guys. We're having fun. Yeah. I did oh, yeah. find. I was like, oh, these lines. You're my. Some of them were like really the first good. Time or two, but it was like some of them. I was like, oh, this is this. After is... a minute, I was like, still, still breathing, huh? Still, still breathing. Okay, still, okay. Still, still doing still this. Here. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. Still like just. Just go ahead and kiss. You're and just, I, feel you're like, I feel like they did that because they didn't want her to kiss her sister's intended. I, yes, yeah. And that was right. a choice. Then Which... don't put their faces millimeters <laughs> away from each other. Back <laughs> it up. <laughs> Take a step Give back. it a second because I... it's not working. As our principal would say at our private Christian school, leave room for Jesus. Okay, <laughs> just leave room. Leave the room. For I have to tell you guys I, that library oh scene God. with my again oh. watching with my truly uh-huh. just watch it with your husband because the side commentary was honestly doing it for me. So oh, sure. my husband like she and he watched all of season one with me, so he's very much aware of that. Like you don't go into the gardens with a man when you're not married, no. and you don't like you know. Blasphemous. So like she's in the library and she's not even in a robe. She's in her nightdress at a country good. party, and I, I was like. like Wait, she she just strolling to the library. She's strolling on the hallways and that like, go. And you know, you knew back then that cotton was very thin, very see through. Oh, absolutely, she didn't have undergarments on. There no was undergarments. No reinforcements in this area. None. So she's None like at all. on the ladder, and it like pans to her, and my husband goes, "Oh no." Oh no, this isn't gonna end well. You, she can't be in here in that that outfit. She'll be ruined. And I was like, what? Ruined? I tell ruined. you. And Ben was like, yes, she'll be ruined. And I was like, okay, well, well you're right. not wrong. Ben, you're not wrong. You have a point. You have a point, Ben. Also, it's funny because Daphne and Simon were caught in the gardens, like in season one, and had to get married. Yeah. Yet, so this is Anthony whole... and Kate have multiple interactions of multiple heavy breathing. Heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so this is the whole a whole thing that I I my theory, I what I did something I didn't like is that we let instead of it, which in the books, Kate and which we'll get to in a second, Kate and Anthony get compromised. Coco. Yes. Uh-huh. Really early on, Edwina and him are just courting. They're definitely not engaged. They're definitely, definitely. not getting to the altar. No. And so therefore yeah. their relationship does not have that like pressure on it. Uh, right. Whatever. Yes. So I think that was my biggest uh, issue. It created the most issues for me is that it, change. It was but creating I drama. Think, yeah. Right. But I think that the, also if you think about it, it, if they would have kept to that, it would have been the exact same marriage of convenience like trope oh, of this first season right. like it would have been the exact same thing that happened in the first season they, sure. got, they got compromised they have to get married blah blah so like i think they had to change it somehow sure, you're right um oh. and this created more drama is my theory of why you're that right. happened um but I, I understand what you're putting down but i don't agree with prefer it prefer it the other way but i, I understand prefer it i get but it I, I do think people would have been really upset to see the yeah. same like as if you the books yeah. are fairly formulaic, like, as oh, well. Like, it, it doesn't, 100%. like, I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm saying, like, she knows what the, it is. Like, she knows what works. It's fun. It's light. But yes, it is a absolutely. lot of, like, kind of the same conversation, same situations, like, yeah. same kind of banter. But I do get from, like, a Netflix show perspective, yeah. they're like, we can't just yeah. do this. No, I, I do think it was an interesting choice, though, to make it, make Edwina and um, Anthony go all the way to the altar because like as it. a viewer, yeah. so watching it, so I know the story, right? I know that in, this doesn't happen at all. 
And uh-huh. by watching it with my husband, he had no sympathy for Kate and Anthony. He was like, yeah. they freaking deserve all of this anger, all of Edwina's mm. ire, like yeah. all of like like this. They are this is bullshit. Like he was like this. They they are there completely in the wrong. And I'm watching it. And I'm like, oh god, but I really don't want to be mad at them because I know how it's supposed sure. to go. Right. And and I That's felt so like I was like, I I guess I just. I don't, I don't know. I, I really love the Kate in the books really just, she does care. And in the show, she does care for her sister, but it goes back to like, I feel like they were just, they, I know they needed to change, probably change it up, but it felt like they made this big fight between Edwina and Kate. Mm. And she it changed even, their even at the very end. Yeah. And she falls off her horse and almost dies, which again, my husband was like, she's been asleep for a week. She's, yeah. like she's been in a coma for a week. Doctor Ben's like, no, like no, Dr. Ben no, no, no. Like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but anyways, so she wakes up, and you would think I was like, okay, great, that's gonna be the moment that Edwina realizes, like, no matter what, my sister almost died. Like, right. we will get past this. But then right. it's a scene later that she says that line to Kate after they have this beautiful little dance at the Bridgington Ball where no one oh. shows up and she goes you are so unkind I can never forgive you or something like that and she's like I know I'm kind and you're not oh she says something about either. the word being kind and it was really yeah. like the line I re- remember her saying that I was like oh shit we wow that was too far almost was her saying it. you're my sister and then Edwina said half sister and I was like sister. oh yes, that was shit. another that was, that was bad. at the wedding or was that that was, that like, was at the right wedding. around the wedding. Which, but, but I, in any other scenario, I would be like, whoa, too far. But I was like, you know what? We, you're literally on the altar. And yeah. you're finding this. Like, yeah. this is Fair. maybe the justified a little bit. That's, you know what, though? That's a sibling fight. Yeah. yeah. Only yeah. a sibling yeah. could say that. And then you come back. Come back from it. So, mm-hmm. okay. So, a, so just a direct com- comparison. I just want everyone to, to I, I found the section in the book. Okay. Where... Ed, she tells Edwina that they're engaged. Okay. Now, to to understand this fully, I do think I need to go back really quickly and explain what the B scene is in the book. Oh, it's so funny. So in the books, uh, what what happens is I I'm not going to go into it in detail, but pretty much this is actually one of my favorite scenes in the books. Kate does get stung by the bee in the same spot, uh, but a little lower, like really just really right right on the boob, just right, right, right on her bosom, right, right on her bosom, right on the right bosom. on her the meat on her of the bosom, heaving mm-hmm. bosom. And um, he goes into his panic spiral about the bee and the sting and decides the only clear option. Because she gets stung. In the book, she does get stung too. She gets stung on her heaving bosom. And the only (laughs) clear option here, the only way out, is to suck out the venom Mm -hmm. from said bee sting. Yes. From from her body. From From her her boob. Breast. From her breast. So then... At that moment, while uh-huh. she's actually saying, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear God. Like, her lines are so funny in that moment. Oh, he my God. is sucking on the venom out of her, her breast. And at that bee. moment. It's which a bee. One, yeah. like, I, I, uh, Lady Featherington and her mother and his mother walk in the door and find them in this situation. Yeah. Uh-huh. They are compromised. Therefore, like two pages later, he's like, well, I guess we have to get married. And she's like, excuse me, what? And he's yeah. like, yep. Uh, and then they do. <laughs> okay. So anyways, so all this happens. It's really quite fun and funny. Highly recommend you go read it just for that. Yep. Yeah. Please go Hilarious. read it. It's, anyways. Yeah. So then this is, this is Edwina's response. Okay. The only time 
she, as in um, Kate. The only time she felt truly at ease was when a few hours after Anthony's announcement, she finally had a chance to talk privately with Edwina, who'd thrown her arms around her sister and declared herself thrilled, overjoyed, and not even one tiny bit surprised. Kate had expressed her surprise that Edwina was not surprised, but Edwina had just shrugged and said, it was obvious to me that he was smitten. I don't know why no one else saw it. That's, that's it. That was literally the whole conversation. It. That's it. Literally the whole conversation. And then Edwina finds someone else and sh- the whole rest of the book is about They're like engaged her in her Anthony. wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, yeah, so, Edwina. Yeah, and like Edwina is like thrilled for Kate and like so in love with this other person. overjoyed. Yep. Overjoyed. Not so, the least bit surprised. Surprised. Says the so book. So I think like rereading it like that, it really is a major drastic change to it is. their it is. relationship and how the dynamic. Yeah. yeah. And in that change, it doesn't allow them to to progress their relationship really that far. Anthony and... Right. Because it's like, it's halted. Oh, right. Yes. It's halted Anthony by and Kate's them. relationship is halted yes. by her being and being gonna marry her sister gonna marry her sister i will say i really liked um edwina's like progression at the end of like getting a little sassier and like finding out what she wanted and Mm -hmm. um i did i did like that because let's be honest she was fairly bland before this like she was fine Mm -hmm. yeah she's very one note well and i think she did that one note well i think uh, yeah like this was that's the character she's like that in the books too like she's just very like beautiful and happy and yeah pretty and i mean that's her character yeah the actress did a great job but like yeah it was fun to see her get like she was like have i seriously been missing it this entire <laughs> yeah. time yeah like, was it that obvious? were they always this obvious i i totally agree Cam. and those last two episodes i really enjoyed seeing her get to have opinions yeah. of the spine and yeah i liked i, liked I would that. yeah i agree um, um okay so oh, sorry one more thing i do just want to talk a little bit about kate and edwina just i really really loved the choice um to make to instead of them being the sheffield blonde pale sisters them being the sharma indian yes. sisters indian women yes yeah, yeah. she does the Love i that. mean shonda rhyme says the the ca- the colorblind casting in this i think is fantastic like i there's oh, no I reason it's like it's like doing shakespeare there's no reason you have to yeah. cast a bunch that is of very cool i white I, people yeah. i liked I like what they're doing with this. It feels very natural as it should. Like, and I like that they talked about it and they made them an actual like Indian family and they did like that um, ceremony before her wedding. And um, oh, I, I love that. That yeah, was I wonderful. Yeah, I love that ceremony oh, yeah, moment. I love that. And I also really liked that at the final "I love you" monologue that that Anthony gave to her. That he said her full name, which was. Um, Kathani. Oh, yeah. It's like her full, yeah. But it was like not Kate. Yeah, it wasn't Catherine. Like it's, I like that we said her full name. It wasn't Catherine. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I thought that because he always just calls her Miss Sharma like throughout the book or like, I don't know that he actually really refers to her as Kate that much. Yeah. It's very sweet. Um, And yeah, I just like that, that choice. Very sweet. Um, Christina, what did you find on like the, uh, oh, uh, what did yeah. you find about, like, the lack of, like, because it was a very big change from yeah. season one's, like, you know. Level of steam. Level yeah. of steam versus this yeah. season. So I saw this, uh, or I found this interview with the showrunner um, and Simone Ashley, the actress who plays Kate uh, with Radio Times. And it's really just pretty much everything we've been saying, but just hearing it from them. Uh, he said... Our approach to intimacy on the show really is the same as season one, and we use these intimate scenes to tell a story and to push the story forward. We've never done a sex scene for the sake of doing a sex scene, and I don't think we ever will. 
Simone added, wrong. It makes sense wrong. for these. <laughs> Simone added, it makes sense for these characters because they're so protective over their families and they're so truthful to their duties and responsibilities. So for them to break that, it wouldn't have made sense for these characters. I can agree with that. I I agree with However, that. However, I. I would I very much disagree with you. <laughs> we don't do wrong. sex for sex sake. Like really? we don't do nudity for nudity's sake. Yeah. Are you kidding me? The Taylor Swift scene in the rain wasn't for the us. The scene on the staircase after they're in a fight, oh, but yeah. then they like he goes yeah. down on her on the stairs. I was like, him really? going down on her in the library in the middle of the day. Like, oh that's, come yeah, on. you don't. I about that one. Basically, episode seven of season one was totally, totally was just smut. And that's fine. Own it. We own it. We were here for it. We loved it. I and I. Oh, the Taylor Swift one and the gazebo. There's gazebo sex in both these. That's interesting. Was everything I've ever wanted in my life was in that? Agreed. Like so. Here's the thing: is like I totally, I actually completely agree. I think Anthony and Kate probably would not have broke the way that they were done in this in the series at least would not have like in the show would not have you know, done something to dishonor their families. I agree with that. I agree. The choices um, they made with the plot, they were yeah. setting them up where they couldn't. Yeah. That being said, the final, like, kind of sex scene that we get at mm. the very last was so forced to me. And all yeah. of a sudden you mm. see boob, and I'm just like, that to me was nudity for nudity's sake. I was like, I didn't uh, need this. We've made it the entire season with no I agree, nudity. Actually. And mm-hmm. I didn't need to see like I it didn't work. I was like, this character hasn't shown like all and it was interspersed with other scenes. It was they were having sex, but then there was also a montage of other actors like doing a Wait, different when scene. Was this, was this the Apple like the end end? The this was the end they're when they're like Apple. married quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when yeah. they're married. Apple. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When they're married and, and like she gets up or she sits up from the bed and you can like she's fully nude yeah. and then she gets up and you like see her butt. Did we not see her boob in the gazebo? We didn't, I guess. No. Right? Oh, she okay. had her she yeah. had a, a bra on. Yeah. And like right. her little her little pantaloon right. shorts. Oh, pantaloons. Were those time period cuz I was like, mm. was that accurate? That's Yes, they are and they have a slit they you look go to the bathroom so you don't cute. have to pull them down. Also easy access. They looked like they looked like little little PJ your... shorts. They looked yeah. real cute. Um, um but even in the scene when he's going down on her and it's flashed back, he has his hand in his mouth like well over any parts that you would see. So like yeah. Yeah. it just seemed like if you're gonna go that route and not really show uh-huh. anything, it seemed more jarring to me to just show it at the very end. Very end, yeah. When they do not, agree. That's interesting. Like, I get it. Obviously, they're married. Like, it's okay that for them to be... There's but, like, no problem. It's there's just, no problem. It's yeah, just, exactly. Mm-hmm. It just, it's just felt like... It was a weird choice. A, yes, agreed. We've made it this far, and I was honestly... I was okay with it. I was okay with that. I don't need this characters. It's fine. I, I don't need it right now. I've made it this far. The chemistry wasn't doing it, it for me. With this chemistry wasn't doing it for me anyway, and then when right. I saw it, I was like, yeah, this is why I didn't need it. Yeah, I agree. I just didn't. I I didn't buy them as a couple. I just didn't. I didn't feel. And almost like if you're going to do, if you're if you're going, if we're gonna do nudity, then it just should have been in their sex scene in the gazebo too. It should have been like Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, that's it. Which that's what I'm saying. It should have just. It should have just been there. She should have been naked. And a like, why didn't they just have sex in the gazebo? I don't know. I mean. I yeah. felt like if you were going to go for it in the gazebo, go for it in the go gazebo. Yeah. Have them yeah. both be naked. Agreed. Because obviously it wasn't that she was, like, not wanting to be naked, like the actress, because she, yeah. she is. 
Yeah. So it felt like Which if you were gonna also, do it then, I was texting you both, go inside for people go inside. who are like very aware of everyone's <laughs> like a w- looking at you and like not being seen together. You're gonna f- hook you're up in a an gazebo? outdoor gazebo at a party. What is it with the? I think the directors like the gazebo sex scenes. We have they do. They like them being outside. The season one, the season one one, the one in season one felt like a little more remote. Like they were like in a tucked away gazebo. This also, felt, they like, were right married, there. so like what's gonna you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, okay, so, so I think, let's move on to, I mean, quickly, like, we love, obviously, we've talked about, like, we love the Bridgerton sibling dynamic, y'all, that God, they're so scene good. in episode seven, I, I love that scene so much, when, when no one comes oh, to the wall, no and then he's like, up. which, you would think that would just be really, like, uh, I mean, saying that out loud, like, that's the most devastating, that's so sad, but somehow they make it into the most oh, happy, sweet, joyful scene, so that was my favorite sweet. scene in the whole season, Me and too. then, also, the way Anthony is, like, because they're like, should, should we go? The, the musicians are like, can we go? Or like, what? Yeah. And yeah. then she's like, yes, right. And he goes, no. And then he calls up to, he's like, hi, and Gregory. And oh, they peek their that. heads over. Like, they're just like waiting there, like they're spying. Waiting. Like, yes. Yeah. And he's like, pretty much like, will you come dance with me? And she's like, oh. And they run down. And it's so, so sweet. sweet. Like, it's so, I love that. I really, like, I, I loved that. That was a wonderful addition because it like, showcase the the siblings and like the families coming together and like really just having a moment of like happiness after all the shit storm oh lord and then my shit storm happened which we'll get the to, more but. like I, the, the sibling dynamic mm-hmm. the bridgerton sibling dynamic is like what i'm here for i just love it i love mm-hmm. anytime we it's, can get it and that was the perfect example exactly and like also like just they're like they're just benedict is like <laughs> He's like in the um he's in the drawing room or whatever and like Anthony comes in and he's like, Is there is there anything like we should know? Or like maybe like maybe just I should know, like you should just tell me. And like he just but it their, is hilarious. Their banter is so y'all in the books, I will say it's equally as good. Like it is yeah. oh, it's very just good, as good in the books too. It's, there's so like funny. Just, and like without even trying, they're just like so siblingish. Like yeah. there's a part where he's like Anthony's like fixing his his tie saying for the wedding and benedict is behind him with a brush like brushing his jacket and like drinking a drink and just like looking up like oh god damn okay brother like, yeah, just... and like it's just like so their dynamic cute. is so good and like there's oh, oh my god the whole part where benedict's on shrooms was oh so god. funny i, I was loved dying. it he takes the like, packet oh. and pours the entire packet into his tea i was like oh oh i was like no, oh, that's not, no, a, no, not a good this idea. Won't go well for you. I just the moment at that dinner when he spills the wine and he goes and puts his hands over his mouth and like giggles. <laughs> I rewound that and watched it like three times. <laughs> and then he it's finds so out funny. he gets accepted and he's sitting in the window seal and yeah. he's like he's like crafting like his acceptance speech. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like talking to <laughs> he's like, oh, oh Jill, like it's so glad to uh, make you can finally witness my like magnificence yes. or something. Oh well because they walk in it's like Colin and, and Eloise walk in and he's painting with his fingers he's like oh like I, yeah. I, I've been my channeling my oh god it's so good it it's is so good. He, yo, I cannot freaking wait to see his season like I I am so excited his story too I really like his uh-huh. story um it's very and, Cinderella-esque yes yeah very Cinderella, very Cinderella. yeah um, okay, in the books, I don't remember him being in art school. Is this a show thing? I don't remember. No, he's, well, no, I don't think he's in art school, but he is an artist. Okay. okay. I, from my memory. I don't remember the, like, him going to school in the books, no, I don't, like, for art. I don't remember that either, but I do know that he, I, I know that he paints. Okay. And I okay. think yeah. Colin writes. 
Colin writes. Yes. So, yes. Uh, re- uh, listeners, uh, they have been renewed for season three and four. Yes. And season three oh. filming starts this summer. Which is hell yeah. Ha- Benedict, yeah. For Benedict. And then season four is Colin. Season four will be Colin. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, that's if how the books go. If they do it go. that way, yeah. Um, so I am that's so excited that we will, like, if they go by the books, we will for sure get to see Benedict and Colin's stories, stories. which is, yes. I just can't wait. I'm really excited for Benedict. I'm excited to see Benedict as a lead. I feel like he's really dynamic. Like, dynamic and funny. He's and very funny. Like, Has a great personality. Very, yeah. I'm excited to see him as a lead. Yeah. Um, okay, so guys, I don't know. I mean, I definitely missed the duke and i was really bummed when it was announced pretty early on that he was not going oh, to be returning yeah and so, christina mm-hmm. yeah i think you looked up something no, about yeah that. so so pretty much he yes he wasn't going to come back last year he announced he wasn't going to come back um yeah. and i think at the time which i honestly still kind of feel but at the time i was like okay like we get it Regejan page you're the most gorgeous man in the world and we love you so but like gorgeous. getting a little too big for your britches here like we're who made bridgerton fans are who made you like who you are yeah you like you can't like come back for you can't a come back for like cameo t- yeah um and i i do think it should be said like he really is only in the book in the paul mall scene he yeah. that's literally the only scene he's in the book but like also they could have put him in more scenes yeah so point is he pretty much in this interview is talking about how uh, he says, uh, like, from the beginning, before he even agreed to the project, it was pitched to him as, like, a one-season arc. Okay. He's going to have a beginning, middle, and end. Give us a year is, like, what the Bridgerton people are sure. telling him. Okay. Um, and then he was like, and I thought that was interesting because it felt like a limited series. I get to come in. I get to contribute my bit. And the Bridgerton family rolls on. Mm. And he's like... I have nothing but excitement for Bridgerton continuing um, to conquer the globe, blah, blah, blah. And then Shonda Rhimes commented saying, I don't blame him for that. I think he was really smart actually to leave the perfection as the perfection. Um, Mm. All that to be said, then there's also a page six article, which like, I don't really trust page six, but like other people have reported this too, that he was offered like to come back for like three to five episodes for season two, like Daphne Uh and was, and declined. And was like no. That's what it. I've heard too. That's so what I've read. I think that's probably what the real story is, and it's probably because he was like, I signed up for one season. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. But and I, that was just the part that was new information to me that I didn't think about it as him being like, this was my plan all along, y'all. Like it's not my fault. You love me eating spoon. spoon. And I can understand as like an actor if you if you start to make like concessions of okay, well I'll come back. Yeah. There's eight. There's eight seasons possibly if you follow all eight books. That kind of pigeonholes yeah. you, especially as a new up and coming actor. That like sure. this is who you are. I did, a, I did a lot of sex scenes, and now I'm right in this regency. Chandra also had an interesting quote. She said, "He's an enormous star now." As I like to say, the idea that we would write Regéjean to stand around in the background just doesn't make sense to me. Like, what would he do? That's fair. Yeah. So, like, you know, like we. I get I, that. I get that of her being like, "What I'm gonna." Do, like make a scene for him just to come and show up with the baby and then leave like right. that's not using him to his potential but also like it's not about him the only thing i would have i think he could have done well to or added 
would be that him and Anthony were good friends in the first <gasps> season. This is what Zach said. He was like, isn't it weird he's not at their so, wedding? Uh, yep. Yeah, I thought it would have been nice for him, for Anthony to see his sister with another couple and like for other viewers to see him looking and wishing and wanting what they have. Mm-hmm. And then, ah. but like thinking he can't have it. Also bonding over losing a, a parent. Yeah. And, like, yeah, and dealing with like totally. the death yeah. of your father. And, and seeing and... him chase after his kids and feeling like, well, maybe I want that, but I also want to have the love. Like seeing those family moments totally. together. Well, and I, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think personally, even knowing all this information, I still am like, okay, I get it that you're the hottest man alive. Yeah. But like, you could have taken one day. They could have just spent what, even like three yes. hours of your life. Truly? If Melissa McCarthy can come back for the Gilmore Girls reboot, <laughs> Reggie Jean can come stay in the background of the wedding, okay? Like, I'm sorry. Or even, like, literally just the Paul Ma scene, I guarantee they shot that in one, like, maybe two one days. Day. He could have been in half of it. Even oh, that would have like, been so funny. Two hours or something. Like, yes. I just, I feel like just, like, actually seeing him there, it wouldn't have... It would have been huge for the series and the fans who, like, kind of made him famous, let's be real. Agreed. Uh... And I just feel like it was a diva move to not do it. And also, like, Phoebe Denever, who yeah. plays Daphne, like, she's a big star, and, like, she's she still, did, like... Uh, full-on episodes. And and oh. the actress who plays Penelope is in Dairy Girls. Like, it's oh my like... God, I love her so... Oh, I so... know. It's so good. I love that uh, show. Speaking of missing characters, or uh, mi- missing yes. uh, people, uh, Francesca, after oh, I yeah. watched season two, I was text. I was like, so, anyone else notice, like, where's Francesca? Because there's... Besides Daphne, there's three other Bridgerton girls. Right. There's girls. Eloise, Francesca, and Hyacinth. Hyacinth. And there was, I, you see them in the drawing room all together. And I was like, where's Francesca? She is not there. You see Eloise reading a book and you see Hyacinth yeah. playing with Gregory. And so I knew that she was not there. And I was like, wait a minute, where is this child? Like, where has she gone? Where did She's she go? too close <laughs> in age to the other kids for like just her to have gone off to like, they don't do boarding school in that age, but like, you know what but I mean? Something. Like yeah. somewhere, where is she? Like if she went somewhere, surely somebody else would be going with her. So I looked it up and I guess in season one, they said that she was visiting her aunt in Bath. I was going to say, I thought that she was like, they made some, like she was traveling because she came she back. She was traveling and like, in oh. season one. Yeah. yeah. And I'm guessing is they just didn't want to have that many kids to like deal with on set. There's a lot of there's a lot of kids. Or they were like, this is a lot visually for audience to figure out who's who. Yeah. So then apparently she isn't so she's in like three episodes of season two so they say yeah. but i the, the only time i really remember seeing her in season two is at the door the first yes, shot the first shot all the bridgertons yeah, yeah, yeah. waiting for eloise to come out okay so apparently what happened is um there is a series called lockwood and co which is actually i've heard like that's it's really great um and it's like a young yeah. adult kind of like like it's like fantasy mystery um kind of like a murder mystery fantasy situation involving Mm -hmm. like some young young kids and she is in that and so she had to leave uh to go start filming that midway through season two and they're like we lost francesca a couple a couple episodes in (laughs) so uh hope no one notices they're like we tried to make it work but like her she just ultimately had to like leave so they just she just left Which and nobody nobody said anything. Is, it's <laughs> like, well, how was she not under contract? They, she Well, she clearly had already had a contract with Lockwood. And so they, like, they clearly were, you know, with all the pandemic stuff, I bet you things got pushed around. They had to, like, yeah, make do. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. even in the series, she's not in the books. I remember getting, finally right. getting to her book and being like, who the heck are you? 
right and because she goes off and she like she does she actually travels in the book with like and and she goes to bath and she's like never around in the books and then all of a sudden you find out she's married never mind and i won't say what happens we didn't didn't give a spoiler (laughs) so never mind well but even like in the show i mean i have to be honest i truly didn't notice i'm sorry francesca but like i didn't really think about it until you brought it up kim and then i was like oh yeah where is she like i don't know know why it just struck me but i was like yeah where where are you she's being, like girl? sneakily gone and maybe they were like no one's gonna notice and i you know that worked at least for me i didn't notice so um, okay so let's talk about let's talk about eloise for a minute so okay i so eloise in the first season annoyed me a little bit just with like she kind of annoyed me this season too yeah i know she annoys me a little bit however if you're gonna do eloise and make her like very eloise then you've cast the right person and she is very 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 eloise i love her acting i think she's doing phenomenal job i want to watch her i find her so like really really great effective acting choices i just i it's not her it's like the writing of that character i find to be a little just like yeah obnoxious at at times and i personally really loved the moment where theo was like okay, look, you, you can't just, like, uh-huh. uh, come down f- here. Like, you don't understand what my life is. You, like, what did he say to you her? high society. Yeah, it was pretty much putting it in her place. You like, live in your world. Agreed. You, like, you yeah. eat your cake. Like, you know, eat your cake. And, you, know, you want your cake and you have it, too, or whatever. You know, he doesn't say that. But, like. <laughs> you know that cake phrase. That cake phrase. You know phrase. the cake thing. That cake <laughs> phrase. Um, but, like, that thing, you know, just, like, basically, like, you have no idea how privileged you are. Exactly. And you come down here and to you yes. this is fun. But to me, this is my life. Totally. which Because uh, mm. I'm so here for her being a feminist. I'm here for her, like, yes. you know, like, going to the meetings and the stuff. But there was just, like, aspects of it that I was like, but there's something we're missing here. Like, Ignorance to the rest of... Yeah. yeah. And so I, I, yeah, I felt like, and her, like, almost at times, like, looking down on the other women in in the town and whatever for, like, doing the dances and being, like, into well, it. And I would be, like, to be married. Yeah, or wanting to be married. And I think that's what it was that I was like, just felt like sometimes she's on her high horse a little bit. And I enjoyed Theo kind of like, just maybe just putting her in place, but while still being cute and lovely and sweet. And then like Mm -hmm. later apologizing for it. But no, and I agree. um, Because I think, and I think actually Eloise, I think she has a really good kind of like growth in this, in this series, in this season, which you don't see in the books, which I really did enjoy. I think this was a good addition that was different from the books. And to see her kind of, she's always this kind of more rambunctious, like forward thinker in the, in the books, but you don't see her challenged really. And to kind of be mm. like, yes. take a look around you. It's not just about you and it's not just right. your experience that matters. There's a lot yes. of other people in this world and everybody has a valid experience. Yes. And which I think Theo's role did really well. Yeah, and I like, I, I like that happened because I, I love, I love her character. I love that we have this, you know woman of the time who does not who who doesn't fit into the woman the roles and oh, yeah, yeah that's very interesting Absolutely. to see i hope we i hope they get renewed for her season because i really am curious to see what happens like when it's her story i mean same the hell knows yeah yeah who knows there. where it's going <laughs> yeah so i was sad but like i get it it's really good drama and like i love the drama and i'm here for it but i was sad that we're like pinning her and penelope against each other now yeah. like i like really liked them being each other's in each other's corner um and readers are and read dear gentle readers dear gentle readers <laughs> but listeners dear in the books readers. one you do not find out who penelope like that penelope is whistled down until book four mm. but 
What? Sorry, which one thing to reject? I listened to this podcast that Betsy Beers was on, who is Shonda Rhimes's um like creative partner person, uh-huh. and she was talking about how originally the end of season one was not the reveal that Penelope was was oh, really, but they and it was like literally it was just like shot already, like it was not that that was not the end, and they were going through it and editing it, and she was like, you know the the ending here and like they changed their mind and they're like she was like the ending the last shot has to be it, it has to be whistle down space like it just has to be and she was like our big decision maker there was that in the books you mm-hmm. find out whistle down at the same time everyone finds out about whistle down and if we do it earlier in the tv show it allows us to play with the audience knows but everyone else doesn't and that's something we don't get to play with yes. in the books Oh. Yeah, and so she was like, it gave us that. Like, it was, like, something that we, we, it was a whole new thing we got to play with. Yeah. Um, well, it's, which it's I interesting. Think I mean, I hate seeing Penelope and um, Eloise not getting along because I, I actually, yeah. I, you know, but I think their friendship has, even since season one, had rocky moments. And yeah. um, I think Agreed. it's very interesting to see. It was, it was a good choice to, like, have us know who Whistledown is because then it makes the betrayal like Penelope outing Eloise meeting oh, with a guy even was, stronger yeah. because like you as the reader are watching it you're going oh no don't do this don't, don't do, do it. it don't yeah. do it just don't and then just she do does it. and you're like oh my god oh, and, she did how, it. and seeing how devastated Eloise is yeah. and going to her friend and being like I don't I, you know Going to her friend after she confronts uh, the modiste and uh, Madame Delacour mm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Penelope's words of like just basically like, just totally shut down like yeah. Eloise's feelings and like you just need to let Whistle Down go like this isn't your because she was trying to like just like pretty much like just get off the track because then like just get off the uh, track. Like, yeah. defensive and like no and you're totally right if we didn't know that ahead of time that wouldn't have played at all Ooh, like yeah, that just would have been like what's going totally, on totally um, totally and it's it's hard in that moment you're like. The way they did that whole thing where oh, it the was... queen is like, Eloise, you have three days. And she's like, what am I supposed to do? Oh, my God. And then Penelope's like, this is the only way to save my friend is if I write about her. Because then it's like she wouldn't write about herself. She wouldn't write about and, herself. Oh, it's so, so except, bad. Except, wait, though. She would write about herself because Penelope has written about herself and she talked has. down about herself yes. for years. Yes. Yeah. So Does the she? whole, yes. Remember yes. there's okay. a famous she, line in season one where she says, like, oh, uh, Penelope, like, wore that unflattering shade of yellow that her oh, mother right, always right, wears. And compares and her would... to, like, a daft, like, a, like, an ugly flower. Like, a, yes, you know. like an ugly yeah. flower. Yeah. And so it's, like, that's okay, how yeah, Penelope yeah. has kept people from realizing it's her it's is because her. she also writes about herself. Yeah. So this whole, like, logic of, oh, well, if I write about Eloise and it can't be Eloise, it's and not it's true. And it's not just, and it wasn't just something unflattering for oh, the time was, period, and like maybe if you bad. don't have the sense of the time period, if you're thinking of it in contemporary times, it's like, what's the big deal? You have ruined her almost. You have yes. said yeah, that so she bad. was caught in a, in a bad part of town with a man unaccompanied by a chaperone. Like, and she's looking at political, like rebellious papers. Like you've, yeah, yeah. you've destroyed huge. her. You huge. haven't just like tarnished, you have yeah. ruined her. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was really in that moment. I just and I think all three of us were texting and being like, "Oh my god, Pen, just tell her this. Just tell her she'll help you. Yeah, you, you can, can do it together. together. Yeah, she'll... you can do it together. It'll be like a fun reveal." And instead, we got the whole big. I mean, granted, that was some good drama. The, good drama. Good, good acting. Was so 
actually that so scene sad. oh my oh the so... scene at the ball when you see it's actually really interesting because when you see penelope at the final ball make the comments because she thinks she's like okay we're fine again i'm gonna rope her in a little bit like i'm gonna oh, talk yeah a little bit of spill some tea on people yeah yeah, yeah. and you see eloise turn and look at her and you see it click like yeah i've never like, heard you talk what? this way yeah you have never said in that tone of voice yeah, I, which also right. was a really fun thing to see this season, I have to say. Um, getting, because then we knew it was Penelope. It was so fun this season to get to watch her be the wallflower and listen, and yeah. no one suspected her, so they everyone spilled everything in front of her. And you're like, that's how she gets all this information? Oh yeah. my God. Yes, yes. So cool. So cool. I know. I, I really, loved, I mean, I love that whole thing. As no, much as, like, I, ugh, I just am not happy with the way that Penelope handled the friendship with Eloise, I will say from from the beginning of season one, having read the books, I knew that she was whistled down. So like uh-huh. watching all of season one, I knew that. Mm-hmm. But I I totally am like empathize and am here from Penelope in the sense that like she is is in a family who does not appreciate her, doesn't understand her, who belittles her. Right. So mean she to has her. found so a way mean. to make her own, very much like Madame Delacour has, you know, just yeah. she is yeah. a working woman and she's putting away money because she doesn't I think she's always felt like I'm I'm not going to be able to I'm not going to marry I'm not going to have like I have to take care of myself sure and I do appreciate that about her character totally I was so scared she was going to give that money to her family yes. I was like I they don't deserve it I did too they, yes. like, don't you dare don't you give it to don't them don't you give that money to them yeah don't you give it to them um, oh I was going to be so the, mad the visual though of the last moment of Penelope where like she's inside she's writing and she's like you know, you thought you'd get rid of me, but, like, you could silence me, yeah. but you can't. And the fireworks, fireworks are going off, and she's crying. And I was like, oh, this is, so wow. It almost, wow. It's, it's almost I like a it. villain. I'm not saying she's a villain. I'm saying, but it's that it's that origin story, like, yes. where, like, you thought you could oh, silence me. Kind of like, I thought um, the same thing. Yeah. And I was I like, oh, are we going to take this in a different direction? I think is, we are. Because I, I think she, I think she's like, I have nothing left. Like, I have Eloise nothing left was like my best friend. I have yeah. nothing left to lose. Colin, she just overheard Colin, yeah. who she's been in yes. love with for years, say, yes. say, I would never in a million years court oh. her. Her family yeah, doesn't give thing. a crap about her. Oh. And I think she's like, well, why not? Like, she was going to stop for Eloise. And she even tells her, like, I oh. stopped for you. And she said to her, that was a really powerful line, Kim, you're right, where she was like, I, like, Whistledown was all I had, and I stopped it for you. I stopped it for you. And then Eloise is like, I never want to see you again. So Penelope's like, well, this is literally all I have. That's all I got. And what do we think Eloise is going to do? Is she going to tell the queen? She can't tell the queen it's Penelope. No, I don't think she will. But she has to tell the queen something. She told her she had three days. No, because the queen realized as soon as that paper was published. Oh, right. But it couldn't be Eloise. And also, I just don't, Eloise doesn't strike me as vindictive. No, no, no. I think, I don't think she'll tell. But I do... I do think it's her family is going to notice that Penelope's like not coming around anymore because she yeah. was like best friends with Eloise. And now yeah. she's, I'm so interested to see what's going to happen so next season. Um, also guys, can we talk about the, okay. There is a scene with Lady Featherington at the, in, in episode eight. Yes. And were you talking about the mother I, line? Yes. I am a mother. So good. I love I that. I loved it so Yo, much. I literally got like goosebumps. I loved it Me so too. much because Me too. you think that she's going to, she's working with cousin Jack. They're, they're scheming this entire yes. season. And I was like, this okay, is yes. crazy. But wait, Kim, tell me what she like says. Yeah. Okay. So this whole season, like Lady Featherington is working with cousin Jack essentially to, like try and get money for their family because they're freaking broke as well, a joke. And she fucks it up. 
She and she fucks it up because yeah. he wants to marry um the girl with Lady Capilla and yeah. and yeah, with all the braids and then like Lady Featherington tries to, like sets him and Prudence up in like a inappropriate right. situation, compromising yeah. situation. So like yeah. they have to get married and he's like, You idiot. I was trying to marry wealthy so that we would have money. That reveal, I was like I was shocked by that. I was like, Which oh, I was shocked, shit. but also I do think that Lady Capilla would have kicked the Featheringtons out. So I don't think she was wrong for true. like being worried about him marrying somebody and them yeah. being like kicked out. Like I kind of was like, well, yeah, I agree. Like, he, they need the money, but also, yeah. like, you really think she would have allowed all of them to just live in that no. house? Like, I don't yeah. think so. Definitely not. So, that was kind of like, Anyways. okay. Anyways, yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, so, they're like, he's trying to, like, scheme all of these men, like, Colin and everybody out of their money with this, like, mining uh, business venture. Yeah. And so, anyways, he finally is like, it's not going to work. They're asking too many questions. Yeah. Like, we've got to get out of here. We need to go to America. And she's like, what about my girls? And he's like, well, we can send for them later. Or he's like, they don't, it doesn't matter. He's basically like, forget them. Whatever. Come with me. And then, like, they kiss. And it's so awkward. I hate it so much. I hate it. Anyways, she double crosses him. And oh, it does. the details don't matter. I can barely remember them. But, like, there's a scene where he's like, what are you talking about? Like, we were a team. And she's like, I already have a team. And it's my three, like my three daughters or whatever. And he she was, says and it's those three young girls. It's those and three young like, girls. And oh. then he says something to her, and she's like, "I am a mother." Yeah, and like that, that line. line, just so good. It's so good, and it was so unexpected because this whole season she's like scheming with him, and you think yes. like she's gonna leave her daughters, like she's yeah. gonna just up and leave them, and then for her to turn around and be like, "I am a mother." Yes. It I was loved so that. good. I loved that it so much. That so good. Yeah, she, and she was so, so good. She's so much fun. Um, yeah. So quickly, just I want to touch on, like, I thought there was a really interesting theme of of motherhood in this series that, again, it, yeah. it just, there's just some depth here that just wasn't there in the books. And, and I don't mean that in, like, a, a, a bad way. It was just... No. It's just a different layer. And, like, you see Violet, and who's uh, Lady Bridgerton, and um her having to grieve her husband and oh, have this baby and trying to deal with that loss and, and then, then you her have later like as a mother dealing with the repercussions of how she acted how she back. yes it, but it, like and what that then means, means for her children and how that decision affected them as a right. parent and it just like it's so it's so layered and i think it was done really well it's done really well and it's refreshing to see a mother character in one of these series, having read a ton of these series, who really and truly wants the best for her children. Yes. yes. There is no, there is no, you have to do this for the family. It yeah. doesn't matter. Your, mm-hmm. your your feelings don't matter. It's, it's, she truly wants her children to be right. happy. Right. Agreed. And which is no, no holds bar, like nothing, yeah. there's no other, there's nothing more important to her. Yeah. yeah. And when Anthony asked her, it was like very casual, like, so we're going to, something with the fields and blah, blah. Also, I need your ring. And this and this. And she's like, I'm sorry, what? Excuse yeah. me, can we go back? She's like, and let's talk like, about this. I need your, engage your ring. And she goes, okay, well, but when you are happy and in love, I will give it to you. Yes. And like, there's <laughs> just like, that's the conversation. I just love um, that so much. And then obviously Lady Featherington, just seeing her at the another end. Another interesting mother, yes. Another interesting mother and, and just seeing like her prioritize her children yeah. um, after her kind of being like, a kind of a crappy mom like the last yeah, couple of seasons you know and sure. yeah she's, and then even maybe like maybe still use some work with penelope but wait she's, she's a work in progress yes you know at least she didn't go to america 
Yeah. At least she didn't go, and she, she just her saying that was I just love that character arc of her. Agreed. Um, realizing like that that her daughters are important and that she is a mother, and then the whole dynamic with Kate and and her stepmother, oh, and yeah. they have that beautiful conversation at the end where her her mom tell her stepmother, but her mother tells her like you never had to do anything to earn your place in this family. Mm, like you have always line, yes. That's the line it I was love so, much. so beautiful, and her being like, "You never had to earn it." Like we never. She's like, "You're my daughter." Like, you're this my is, daughter. Not, I never Which, like, and oh. that is something that is in the books too. That she was like, it, "Yes, it's that relationship where there is never a conversation of like step or half or no. anything." Mm-mm. It's just like, yeah, "You're my daughter. You are my mom. You're yeah. my sister." Like, no. I just love that so much, and I love that conversation Agreed. of like, I don't know. I just thought that was a really interesting added layer to the series that I really enjoy because I felt like it's okay. not in the books really, uh, and it's not it wasn't in like the last season and no. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I really enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, and the epilogue was so cute. You are like not the I epilogue, but like that. the end of it was like they're yeah. playing yeah, yeah. Palm Wall again, and, <laughs> and they're all like, "Well, you can you can like call out if you want to, or you can quit if you want to go back to yeah. like the bedroom." And they're should like. But oh, I was like, no. never, oh, no. never. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that like uh, we keep calling it epilogue, but like the, the last scene, which was, ending, is yeah. the equivalent of the epilogue in the in the books. In the... But um, really, the only in the books, it's on his thirty ninth birthday. I.e., like he made it. Everyone, he made it. Don't guys. be scared. He Don't made he, it. He made it to thirty nine. The curse um, of the bees is broken. It, the the bees let him pass through the you know <laughs> the gauntlet of fire. He goblet of fire gate. Um, so. <laughs> He to 39. But anyways, and they're like, you know, have kids and they're, you know, hooking they're up. They're happy. Happily ever after. But in the, sh- but it's like, that's still happily ever after thought in the, yes. um, in the show. Yeah. And yeah. I, their dynamic in that moment of like, they're kissing and being like, oh, like, okay. Like the siblings are giving them a hard time. And they're like, no, never. So and like cute. touching and, and laughing together. Yeah. I wanted that for so much more. So much season. longer. Like, yeah, I agree. That to me was so much fun to watch. And like, Agreed. Was, was way more, yeah, it's fun to watch. And, fun to watch. And I loved their dynamic there Agreed. more than I liked. They had dynamic. more chemistry there exactly. than they did the That's, whole show. Like I that agree. moment on the Paul Mall field or what I mean, the lawn, when they're joking around and he has his arm around yes. her and they're like nuzzling yes. each other and laughing and giggling. Like that Agreed. to me, there was more chemistry there between them than the entire rest of the series. Absolutely, and I, like, Kim. Yeah. That was way more fun. Like I, everything you said, Christina. Like I wanted. So, and again, like we realized that the the plot setup didn't allow them to do that. So I'm not. We're not saying like we don't understand yes. it, but it just that's what we wanted. I think to see more of throughout this the season was like yeah. more but, of that playfulness and that yes. fun and that easiness with each other. That it just yes. was so tense between them. Yeah, I'm not sure how they would have done it. I'm just saying I, don't I would know. have liked it if they could have just done it. Agreed. I li- and I liked that we went back to the Paul Mall. And Me too. And we got to see everybody being like so silly fun. and fun together. I love it. Yes. Um. Okay, so that I think wraps it up for Bridgerton, Bridgerton season two. Season two? <laughs> we are so excited for the next couple so of seasons. Um, and What's up next, guys? What's up? So uh, next is King of Battle and Blood. Yes. A little, oh, yes. By Scarlet St. Clair. Uh, yeah, little Scarlet St. Clair for you, for your listeners. Oh, that's a fun one. That's a fun one. Yes. So um, read along with us with that. Um, yes. We'll be talking about that next. Yes. Um, okay. So, yeah, that'll be a really fun one. Um, so until next time, follow us on Instagram at Flights of Fantasy Podcast and be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 
And until next time, cheers and happy reading. Cheers, cheers and happy reading. Yay. Woo. <laughs>